everybody, welcome to episode 146 of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler. Tyler, I hope you had a festive week. I have. Was it good? Yeah, it's been good. You know, Christmas time has come and gone. Mm. Now we're barreling to the last few days of 2018. Mm. How about you? I'm doing okay. Um, I'm, we're, we're trying to record this in Audacity this week. Uh, I think uh, you might need to eat the mic a little bit. Eat that mic. Yeah, that that looks a little bit better here on the waveform. Ah, oh, Tyler. It's been... Last week was a lot of fun. It was. But that was long. Yeah. That was like a, almost three hours. I think it ended up being two hours and 50-some minutes. Yep. Jeez. But it was, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Go listen to our Game of the Year podcast if you haven't done so yet. Yeah, it's uh, we get to talk about a lot of different games, and it, it's just a lot of fun. I, I, I like doing end-of-year stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like watching other people's end-of-year stuff, too. I think the end of the year is a really fun time to be paying attention to video games media, and it's, it's just a good time for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's always interesting to see where certain video games fall or don't fall on people's lists. Yeah, you know it's I mean? it, it's interesting to see like some people don't like the video game you thought they liked as much as you thought they liked it. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, it's it's it, it's just a very interesting time, and it I is. I think. It's it's also a good time to reflect on oh shit look at all these fucking games I played this year <laughs> yeah there there's been a uh, some interesting gaming of the year choices out there too uh, you know GameSpot giving it to Red Dead Redemption two God of War for IGNs I thought was interesting of course uh, if you, so, we're not going to spoil our game of the year if you nah. want to know our game of the year nah. go listen to last week's podcast yeah. Exactly. There's a lot a lot of good stuff out there. And if you want to listen to 24 hours of people talking about video games, go to giantpump.com. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, <laughs> which they're, is, they're mad. Which is absolutely fun to listen to, but oh my God, I cannot imagine talking about video games that much. In, a, in, a small, in such a small room. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. It's good stuff, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we video games don't stop getting played. Although something's changing this year, Tyler. That's exciting for me. I, I'm I'm gonna win our fantasy football championship, unless something goes horribly wrong. Which you never know. You I'm never 47 know. and a half points. That's ahead. a that's a great lead, but it's fantasy football. 47 and a half. If if our mutual friend manages to exceed exceed my total this week by 48 points i don't know what <laughs> what the hell's in the in the fantasy football water it's, oh yeah that'll be pretty funny but it's yeah you had, you had a good week last week yeah i had a yeah i had a very solid week and uh i'm shaping up to have an okay week this week too but we'll see who gets rested who is injured and stays off the field. I saw, yeah, I saw a few of my players are back in practice, but I'm not confident they'll play 
yeah. week 17. We'll see. There's a lot of interesting matchups happening in week 17. Yeah. Playoff dependent matchups. Yeah. Some good games this weekend as well. Yeah. But this is not your NFL podcast nor your fantasy football podcast. This is your PlayStation podcast where we talk about video games that we played. And Tyler, you've had some time off to play video games. Yeah. Your cat is yelling at us. I think she's possessed. I don't really know what's happening. She does this sometimes where she runs upstairs, nobody's up there, and she just makes these weird noises. Mm. And I go, what are you doing? Yeah, my cats are getting the habit of uh, attacking their toys and growling like they're trying to kill something. Yeah. Yep. That's always a very funny thing to watch. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's just some dead, dead, yeah, dumb but what, stuffed like, mouse, you know. When it first started <laughs> happening, and I just heard growling like out of sight, I was like, "Come on, what the hell? Yeah. What's yeah. happening?" Exactly. And then you see what's actually happening. You're like, "That's just fucking dumb. How how can you possibly think that thing's real?" Whatever. Yeah, video games are happening. Um, I've I've played a decent amount uh, since I've been off off the works and finished a few things uh finished the third and final dlc for spider-man called the silver lining uh which i found to be pretty good uh better than to me better than the second one but not as good as the first one that's just where i land on them this one revolves around the silver sable from uh the base game that you might know um who brought in that just army that is just such a pain in the ass to fight at times. And she is interesting in this, and you get a totally different side to her, which I appreciated. And what, you know, what they do with her throughout the story, I thought what was well done. And, and you end up, you know, Hammerhead plays a role in this still, and... Uh, some other things that I don't really want to say, but you know, some of the missions were pretty cool. You end up going down into like some sewers, some really underground places, which I thought, you know, isn't super new for video games or anything, but is a little bit of breath of a fresh air for Spider-Man because it, you know, it felt very Batman Arkham-esque, you know, just being down this dang dark place and all this bad shits Were happening. Were there any no lizard one, men? No, okay. no, there there wasn't, but but it, it was a decent change of pace. The one thing I will say is, you know, they, they add the kind of the same shit that they've added in the past two DLCs. More crimes, more bases to do, more screwball challenges, so and I'm like, okay. What you're telling me is this is more Spider-Man. It is a lot of Spider-Man, okay. if you want more Spider-Man. Um, the story I think is cool, but I don't know. Other than that, uh, nothing really grabbed me. Now they added some suits, which those are pretty cool, which we'll get to some of that, uh, later, uh, as well. Uh, but I like how the story resolves. The one thing I will say is there is some combat scenarios in this DLC that are so fucking frustrating because all they do is throw so many of every single enemy type at you like an overwhelming amount um there's two fights in particular one kind of in the middle 
of the the story and one towards the end that was just so fucking aggravating to play that I just wanted to finish the story. So I literally, wow, there goes my cat. Uh, I literally just turned the difficulty down. Was like I don't even care about this anymore. I just want to play the story of this game. I've you know done everything, and I don't care about doing everything in the DLCs to me. Um, but it's good. I mean, I, I recommend playing through these these three DLCs if you want more Spider-Man story. I think there's some interesting things that happen in these DLCs that could be interesting points in a sequel to Spider-Man, but maybe not necessarily overly critical. Um, and it ends with a very funny kind of uh, after credits cutscenes, kind of like when you go watch a Marvel movie now, there's always okay. that end credits. There's a pretty funny one there that I, I enjoyed in the third one. So, yeah. Check that out if you're into it. Sweet. Let's see, what else? I finished and platinumed Spider-Man, or Spider-Man the Dragon. Well, Spyro the Dragon. Oh, okay. Yeah, the um, other thing, Insomniac yeah, originally Exactly. Made. Lots of Insomniac going on here, but uh, so, you know, of course, it, it wasn't like who who's doing this remaster? Toys yet? for Bob. Toys, yeah, toys for Bob. You know, Spyro the Dragon, the hot new game. So the first one is the one. Yeah, okay. the first one. Um, super easy platinum to get. You you only have to get you do have to get one hundred percent in the game. You have to find all the gems, all the dragons, all the eggs. But everything is so easy to find that it's it's not that hard to to do the levels are a breeze to get through they're fun to to get through though i mean it's fun to just kind of zone out and explore them these kind of little mini worlds and um but yeah kind of like i said in the game of the year stuff i ran into more situations where i'm like you know you could have just changed this just a little bit to make it less of a pain in the ass and it really wouldn't have changed you know the the result in a way of of keeping the game true to its fo- uh, original form, but that's just me. The final boss fight, I, like, I played through the first one, you know, when I was a kid, but I always kept playing the second and third one, so I don't really remember much of the first one. The final boss fight is so anticlimactic and so just fucking lame in 2018. <laughs> Back in the day, I'm sure it was like, sweet, that was cool, but you just, like, chase him around a track and then run into him once, and it's like, okay, that was fine, whatever. Um, yeah. Platinum number 26. Oh, for okay. me. I, I see think I am here. one behind you. Okay. From tying you. And apparently, Spyro 2 and 3 are very easy as well. All right. So you're looking to leapfrog me here. Maybe. Maybe. Looks like I need to get back on my plat- <laughs> get get back on my trophy horse. Yeah, maybe. Uh, so that that was fun. Um, trying to think what else. I finished Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, which was fun. Okay, yeah. That's that's pretty much all I'll say. That was fun to play through that game. You know, that was a solid twenty five hour journey. A lot of lessons that they should uh, take forward to future iterations of Pokemon, whether it be a Let's Go game or the yep. mainline game. I would agree. I, I I think they made a lot of very awesome changes there, which I really didn't think I was going to say when those games were announced, but I enjoyed them. Uh, and then played a shitload of Assassin's Creed Odyssey mm. yesterday. 
and I played like five hours straight. And that game, I am enjoying that the more that I play. Uh, it it has it. I I can tell that this is a game that wants to fully have its hooks in in me, its claws. And I just, I can't let it because it could be bad in a way of I won't play anything else and I really need to like get back to Red Dead and, you know, play Hitman 2 and Yakuza and all these other games that I want to play. But uh, it, it, I, I just felt that yesterday, that sense of this is kind of all I want to do and I could sit here all day and play this game. Um, and, and I think it's mostly, especially yesterday, I hit a lot of really fun story beats, interesting story beats, and then also just interesting missions, reveals, uh, new locations. I'm finally at Athens, which is beautiful and huge and really awesome to be in. And when you first get there, you know, I don't really want to spoil it too much, but the way they kind of introduce Athens to you is so smart and so awesome. Like it's, it's a really awesome moment. Um, but then also the way the story is really opening up with a lot of just interesting, uh, plots really of, of you're finally getting to what the meat of the story is going to be. Uh, so it was kind of like an interesting and, and fun, uh, exciting gameplay session. You could say, uh, I finally killed that that uh, that hog up in the mountains. Mm. I went up there. I wiped that thing's ass this time. He didn't get me this time, so that that was that was satisfying to do. But yeah, and and I did a lot more like of the, of the sailing and ship combat and exploring and in that way, and that was fun. So the game has these mercenaries which are dudes that'll hunt you down and you can hunt down almost like nemesis system, but not all the way. Mm-hmm. What I got to open up a totally another thing called the cultists. So now there's these cultists I can go around and reveal and find secrets in the world and go and hunt all of them. Sounds down. like that's a lot of video game. to play. It is an overwhelming, a lot of video game. And, and at first it, it's kind of a turnoff of like, this is so much I don't even know what to do right now. But, you know. Some also, of, some this of is a game you can afford to graze on since they're not making another Assassin's exactly. Creed for another year. Exactly. So, I'm not in a rush to finish this game. I just really had that itch. And I scratched that itch, like, drastically yesterday of, of playing a big chunk of the game. And it, it was good. So, my, my plan is to get back to Red Dead Redemption 2. I want to just finish that game at least the last three chapters that I have and and then get back to this game after that um, just because yeah it's just a fun game to play it's an absolute blast to play and then what else we played some Blackout yes, last night in Black Ops 4 uh, which was a good time uh, had some good runs yeah, but I mean, I was having I was having some problems with my internet. Yeah, uh, so I was not as effective as I thought I would be. Although I did find this uh, auger tactical that just 
dropped people like mad like yeah. there was that one time where you were like oh there's two people up there and yeah. by the time you could get a name <laughs> on them i had them dead that that was that was so funny it was like two dudes pretty we were kind of in a tent they were coming over the hill and it was kind of a forest and forest and i was like dude there's two dudes up there and i shoot some clips and i had to peel away because i had to reload and you're just like bam bam they're dead I'm like okay yeah i think cool. i got it i i've got a headshot on both of them mm-hmm. it was pretty good yeah, that that weapon, the auger, is awesome. Because then that last match we played, uh, we were holed up in that shack, but we ran into that team mm-hmm. uh, by, you know, oh, it, yeah. in that in that house. But I had the auger, and it, it did feel really good. And I, we really handled that situation pretty well. I felt. I mean, I ended up taking out the one guy and getting flanked and, and totally killed, but. We really had them to yeah. where they felt like they couldn't go anywhere. And that that, that was really satisfying. And then uh, when I was dead, you were running back up the hill and you're like, <gasps> and there was like this RC car just like right in front of you. Well, but it's, they didn't see So you. the thing is, it, I don't I don't <laughs> think you understood this. Like the RC cars aren't as dangerous and they don't explode. They're just recon. Oh, OK. I thought they exploded. No, no. It, well, okay. That's why I wasn't freaking out about it. Yeah. But still, I mean, they might have seen you. Uh, well, obviously they didn't. See they you. didn't. I managed to flank the guy that yeah. I was aiming down there yeah. and just shred him. Right. Yeah, it was good. And I think the farthest, the highest we got was sixth place, um, which your internet was really taking a dump on you. Yeah. And I just totally lost track of this one guy that you ended up taking out sniping. But he took away a lot of my health and I had to heal a lot and I didn't have any heals and I got sniped from way down uh, by the farm. Yeah. Mm. So that that sucked, but it was still exciting. Tyler, Such a good game. Today I got a second place. Oh. So oh, man. And, man, it was so frustrating because uh. the way he got me was he, he hit me with a concussion grenade and I was blinded and I couldn't really move very well and he just wiped me. But I had like five kills in that match too. It mm. wasn't like I was hiding and getting it. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, I was. I was. I, I was kind of getting a little bit aggressive when I realized it was one on one. I was like, okay, so I know my half of the circle is clear mm-hmm. because I made sure it was clear. Yeah. Uh, so I, I heard the gunfire when I saw three drop to two, and I went towards where I heard that gunfire, and I guess they just saw me first and threw a concussion grenade, and that was that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, the week after we give, I pretty we gave Black Ops Blackout the technical achievement award. Mm-hmm. The week after we do that, yeah, I run into a takes. glitch where I just <laughs> oh, yeah. die for yeah. no fucking reason. There's a yeah. video up on my Twitter at the Arctic Sloth if you want to go check that out. Um, but yeah, I just like after I killed someone, looted them, <laughs> reloaded, I just died for no yeah. apparent reason. That was that was ridiculous. I was loaded out pretty good too. I had I had an ICR and a Paladin. Man, yeah. I feel like I need to get used to using concussion grenades and when I find them mm-hmm. more often because I played a match right when you got on last night solo and I was doing pretty good. I was it was down to the last 25 and I had 3 kills and someone just popped a concussion grenade and got me. You know, which was a little frustrating, but 
feel like that's a tool I need to start using a lot more. Yeah, it's it's really effective. Uh, like it wasn't even like it was overpowered or anything. It's a, this guy landed it like within five feet of me, and mm-hmm. it exploded. So like it, it wasn't unfair. It was just that he got me good with that yeah. concussion grenade. Yeah, I uh, also played some competitive multiplayer yesterday and and played zero for the first yeah. time. How she's, you like her? She's a lot of fun to play. At first, when I got her like ultimate ability, whatever they're called in this game, um, I was kind of confused because I thought she hacked everybody automatically. Like mm. you just popped it and she pulled the computer. No. And I was like, what's happening? I started running into like where the enemies were. I'm like, what's happening? I, I don't understand because I didn't see the notification or the, the problem. Hack. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, I need to just run away and figure this out. And I ended up hacking everybody, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the thing is, when you, when you do that, I think when you accelerate the hack, everyone gets a notif. I'm not sure if it's when you accelerate or if it always happens. Like when a zero is hacking, you can tell where they are. Oh, so I, I, I think that. that might be related to the accelerate hack prompt. Okay. Um, but man, yeah, it, I I really like her. She's my favorite right at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's fun to yeah. play. Call of Duty is pretty damn good this year. It is. I like it. I like I like playing a lot. We just need to recruit some more people and getting it. Yeah, so I think can, I think we have some people on their way. Uh, yeah, have an excuse to play a little bit more consistently. Because most of the time, which ended up playing Destiny Two, Forsaken, and I had a good time. Um, and you know, I'll get to some of it, but most of the time, when I'm on PS4 and I want to play multiplayer, that's what I want to play. You know, it's Blackout or just competitive multiplayer in, in Black Ops 4. Um, but ended up playing Destiny 2 Forsaken for the first time in a little while. Uh, so they've made some changes to that game. One, if you didn't make it to 600 power before Black Armory came out, they told you you're going to level up faster so you can get to 600. And which I'm like, okay. Thanks, but also that sort of sucks to all the people that really grinded their asses off to get to 600, you know, that they're just going to make everybody else level up a lot faster. They bumped the cap up to 650 now with Black Armory. So even if I haven't bought the DLC at all and they give you a, a Black Armory quest yeah, and you go talk to the spider and then they tell you to go back to the tower. The Black Armory is in the tower. And, and they say, go to the Black Armory. And you go there, and you can't do anything. Yeah. Because you don't have it. But yet the quest won't go away because you don't have it. I'm like, fuck you, Bungie. You're a bunch of, bunch of twats. Yeah, that goes right alongside the fucking, hey, go look at the Eververse every time you fucking log in. Exactly. I mean, like, come on. Exactly. Um Speaking of the Eververse, though, there is now multiplayer emotes. Oh, God, yeah, there So are. now you can just bump a friend and <laughs> all sorts of stupid shit. Uh, saw a lot of that. And then, so the dawning is going on, the dawning event. Um, this is kind of their winter-themed event. Typically, they've done, like, Sparrow, Ra- Sparrow Racing League with this event, but uh, not this year. I think that's probably done in the world of Destiny. But I had fun with it. Um, what you do this year is you bake a bunch of Galar... God, I can't even say it right. It's, it's Galahorn, but Gala... 
doodles or something like that. Mm. Uh, it's just like little snacks. And so you go out in the world. We played Gambit, for example. I killed some Vex. I got some Vex milk. And then you have to discover by adding this and this and this together, this recipe that then will get you something. And if you give it to certain people, they might give you actual like items. Like I got a pretty all right machine gun out of it called Avalanche, you know? So kind of lame, but it's, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's not something I'm going to sink a lot of time into for sure. Just because it seems a little grindy and not as rewarding. Like the festival of the lost event, they told you what was at the end which if you got there all the way was a 600 auto rifle, which is a really awesome auto rifle here. I don't know what the end is. At least they don't tell you up front. So did some of that played some gambit. God, our asses just bent over like some of the worst gambit matches I've ever played of, you know, the first match we, we started, we were unfortunately down a player. So we were kind of screwed from the start, but I swear before we even got anything in, they were up 50 to nothing like that. Just snap of a finger. And then second match, it was about even around 20. And then before you know it, they dropped five dudes on us, five different blockers. And it was like 70 to 20. It was unreal. I don't even know how fast I've never, had that happen in gamut yet of just mm. that complete assault that quickly um i mean it's still fun to play but that can be frustrating at times uh played iron banners going on as well which was a lot of fun played some new maps uh so they've added one of a remaster of one of the uh destiny one maps pantheon i believe which was a great map it's still fun to play in in Destiny 2, it's called the Covalescence, I believe. There's another one that I, I need to look up because I'm blanking on the name of But it was a really, really weird map. I'm not sure if I was really digging it. But, yeah. I mean, it, it was an overall just fun, successful evening. I think I went from 540-something up to 570. So, in one evening. So, got up there pretty quick. That is all I've played. It's a lot of video games. What about you? Uh, so, yeah, I've been going back and playing uh, some Dragon Quest XI. I'm, getting, yeah. I'm just getting a little bit further in that game. That might be a game I just chew on for a little while. Mm-hmm. I've also gone back and I've continued my nightmare run in Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah, how's that For going? which I have decided to go online and look up build guides because that game is ridiculously hard on Nightmare if you don't know how to set up your party. Uh, But now that I have my party set up, uh, I have a few items that I'm looking to get. Uh, Some some of the recommended items they have for crafting. I'm looking for those blueprints. But yeah, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition is probably one of my favorite games of this generation. Yeah. I'd put it up there. Yep. Uh, But yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I also played some Destiny the day before you did with those guys. Uh, Had some fun in Gambit, but also eventually ran into the problem of, oh, other people are getting really good at Gambit now. Yeah. And, yeah, we got our asses kicked there. 
like I mentioned earlier, I played some Call of Duty Blackout. I also played some multiplayer today while listening to end of your podcast from other uh, sources. And that was fun. Um, played more Battletech, Tyler. How's Battletech? Dude, I don't think I can stop playing Battletech. <laughs> I I have so much fun with so many different layers of that game, whether it be managing the upgrade paths of my mech pilots, uh, fitting them into mechs with loadouts that suit their skills mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, and then the, the down and dirty tactics on in the battlefield. It's just so much fun. I've had so many really cool moments with that game. Like, there was this one moment where I had one of my pilots whose call sign is garbage. Like, literally, her, her call, as hired, her call sign was garbage. <laughs> but she was in this tiny little commando mech, which is a 25-ton mech, which is on the lower end. I think the lightest is a 20-ton mech. And it's mounted with a large laser, which is one of the more powerful laser weapons. I think only the PPC is the highest energy weapon. But this large laser that she was using headshotted a Wolverine mech, which is a 55-ton mech, which is in a whole upper class above her. But since it was a headshot, it fucking killed it instantly. Oh, shit. And headshots are so rare in this game. Wow. There's a special skill called a precision strike, which which you attempt to aim at a certain part and... A precision strike? This wasn't a precision strike. This was just off the cusp. Mm -hmm. But even if I was to do a precision strike, the chances of getting a headshot is 2%. Holy shit. So without that precision strike, I don't even know what the chances are there. Wow. But she manages, like, Mm -hmm. if she did not land this fucking headshot, she was dead. Because that mech was so much bigger, it would have just torn her up. This is like the... This would be the equivalent of a motorcycle taking out a Jeep. Right. The, that's that. That's like the size differential there, and it. I'm sure that it was, was such a cool moment. Yeah, I'm sure that was exciting. To, but then to you have other moments managing your your company. There's this mech warrior named Tiny. His call sign, and he was getting frustrated because his mech was in the mech bay for too long getting repairs. I told him to stay out of the mech bay. And he beat up one of my technicians. Oh, shit. Outside of the mech bay. Damn. He was following my directions. He stayed outside the mech bay, but he beat up one of my technicians. I fired his ass. Yeah, Fuck him. That's some of the, like, internal storytelling that I that I get to do. Like, well, it presents some of that, but in my head now, we've blacklisted him, and he can't find another job with a reputable Merck company. hmm And maybe he'll eventually be, he'll join up with some pirates, and I'll fight him later. Yeah. That but that's but cool. that's none of that is actually told in in the game. But that's just this game provides so many cool moments to tell your own stories and yeah. fill in the blanks yeah. a little bit. And in like your own stories that really, you know, you won't forget when you think of BattleTech. You mm-hmm. know, that's, yeah, that's cool. And they have cool. They they had the Flashpoint update this year. They have an update slated for summer of next year called uh, Urban Warfare. Mm. So I'm very curious to see how that goes because a lot of the fights happen and there aren't many buildings. Most of the buildings in this game are like military bases. Uh, you don't actually really fight in cities all that much. So gotcha. I'm curious how that dynamic is going to work. But yeah, uh, 
I'm in love with Battletech. I also started a park building simulator called Parkitect, which is pretty cool. It's got a very simplistic art style, but you can do a lot of customization and make parks look that that look really cool. I'm I'm having a lot of fun with that. I used to play a lot of Roller Coaster Tycoon when I was younger, so this is scratching that itch definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. There's there are plenty of video games I've played. I played some more Smash Brothers. Yeah, unlocking too. some characters, you know, and just fighting. Yep, having fun with that. Um, Probably play more of that tomorrow night. Yeah, Should be fun. I'm also going to bring over my VR and we can try some of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'll have my move controllers charged and we can play Beat Saber. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll that'll be fun. Um, yeah, that's that might be it. I think. I'm trying to play FIFA and Madden every once in a while when I'm when I have nothing else that I feel like doing. I play those just as a mindless grind. Yeah. But yeah, that's video games that I've been playing. Yeah, really quick. The map I was talking about in Destiny 2 Forsaken was Firebase Echo, which has an interesting layout. Is that to one on it. Mars? No. Okay. What you're thinking of is Firebase is it Delphi? Oh, okay. I know I know exactly what you're thinking of from Destiny One. Uh no, this one's on Nessus. Apparently they've added so I've played Equinox, which is available which is a really sweet map. Um, which is where you go, I'm blanking on the location name, but when you won in Trials of the Nine, it's that really fucking wicked location. Okay, yeah. It's set there. That's only available through the game's breakthrough mode, which I'm not sure how popular it is. They've also added a map called the Citadel, which I haven't played. Convergence is the map, the remake of Pantheon from Destiny 1 that I was thinking of. And there's a PS4 exclusive called Gambler's Ruin, which I haven't played yet either. So, yeah. Anyways, just wanted to correct myself a little bit there. Okay. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Um, but yeah, it's the end of the year. There's not much news. We we have some news set up here, which we're going to go through. And after that, we're going to look ahead to the video games of 2019 and what we expect and what we hope for. Uh, but first, let's get into this uh, quick fire of news. Tyler, yeah. you put in some stories. Some of these are old, yeah. we know, but we didn't cover any news last week, so we're trying to catch up a little bit. Some of it's some of this is old, and we can just kind of run through it. One, uh, the Raimi suit has been added to Spider-Man as a free holiday gift from Insomniac. This is the suit that is in the original Spider-Man trilogy from the early 2000s. Um, all that's really needs to be said about this is one I mean I think it's awesome that they added this I ended up playing the third DLC wearing this suit it's a neat suit but the allowed ridiculous vocal minority for this just is just insane basically the third DLC got announced this suit wasn't in it suit hasn't been in the game yet, but Insomniac was planning on putting it in, but couldn't say anything. So there was a ton of people that just shat all over them and said not nice things to them. Um, and then they gave this out for free. So mm. just, yeah, that's just a little ridiculous to me. Yeah. Be I, nice. Yeah. That's, it, it's a suit for a spider guy in a video game. Calm down. 
Yeah, yeah. people are... Mm, I don't have a problem with video games, you know, just the people that play them can sometimes be... <laughs> Total A assholes. small group of them can be... Yes. To- can totally turn people off of engaging. Yep. Um, a thing that I'm looking forward to, we'll probably talk about it a little bit later, Life is Strange episode... Life is Strange 2 episode 2 is set to come out on January 24th. Sweet. I'm very excited to continue that story. That'll um, be cool. Yeah, what's what's next? Uh, NPD numbers for November. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's go through these. So, yeah, November is always an interesting month to see all these. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2 ends up taking a top spot, which we can then run down the rest of it. But, um, you know, October was interesting of, will Red Dead be number one over Black Ops? It wasn't. They literally swapped spots in November. Um, but uh, let's see here. The the sales of Red Dead Redemption 2 already exceed the entire lifetime sales of Red Dead Redemption by 40%, which is pretty crazy. Uh I I just want to say I was watching what was I watching oh uh, Sports Center recently and they're still playing ads for Red Dead Redemption two yeah, like commercial stuff which I haven't seen for a video game in a long time typically you know there's the run up to it there's maybe a week or two after but then that's about it but I mean we're what budget, two two man. months out their marketing budget is insane for this game. Uh, to still be seeing commercials for this on on ESPN and stuff like that's just nuts. Um, Battlefield Five made its delayed debut at third, which should quiet murmurs about Battlefield Five's for pre-orders. This comes from Game Informer, uh, which I think that's pretty good. Yeah, it's, Battlefield it's Five. Good. It's healthy to see it up there in the top five games. Yeah. For sure, and then Fallout seventy six ends up being in fourth. Strange to see that up Which there. Is strange, especially like considering all the all the negative buzz around it. I, you know, sometimes a, a name is enough to sell a game. Yeah, I guess. I guess just because it's old. Fuck it. We'll just run down the top ten. Uh, fifth was Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Sixth Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Uh, seventh was NBA two K nineteen. Eighth Madden NFL nineteen. Nine was Spyro Reignited Trilogy, and ten was FIFA 19, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, coming in number 11. Mm. Uh, just some other PlayStation games. Spider-Man is at 13th. Uh, WWE 2K19 to 15th. Sure. God of War comes back on there at number 16. Shadow of the Tomb Raider at 17. GTA 5 almost falls off the list at number 19. Yeah, the lowest I've ever seen it. Yeah, and I also have seen it for the lowest sale price, $15 on PSN. God damn. Which, that's the lowest I've ever seen that game. So if you haven't yeah. played GTA V, get it on the chart for December. Yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting here, no Hitman 2 on this list at all. Yeah, it's a, that. that's kind of sad, but it's just sad. It, Hitman Two is a fantastic game, and you all should play it. If you're not, if you have never played either the first Hitman game or this one, like I don't know what the hell you're doing with your life. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is also uh, one of the biggest months of the year 
but uh, for hardware, it was the biggest month. And all three consoles sold at least 1.3 million units each in November. The first time that has happened since 2010 when the Wii DS and Xbox 360 did that. Nintendo Switch leads in terms of dollar sales, but the PS4 still remains the best-selling console of 2018. Hmm. I think, though, you know, the PS4, the Xbox One, and the Switch selling more than 1.3 million units in November, you know, that is the big time of the year for all these consoles, but that does show a very healthy console industry for video games. I think it, you know, I'm not going to just try to shit on it just because this is a PlayStation podcast or anything. But the Xbox One selling that much, I think, is a pretty remarkable thing because, you know, it doesn't surprise me that the PS4 sold that much because it kind of has the mind share. It has had an incredible year of exclusive games. The Switch is just hot right now. Uh, But the Xbox One hasn't had too much there to back it up from an exclusive standpoint. But, but Game still, Pass, man. Game yeah. Pass looks like such a great deal yeah. for people who want to play huge. a large number of video games but don't feel like buying that many games. Right. Yes, that is huge. And the console was also on sale at a great price as well. I mean, all of them were, but that one was especially. But yeah, just I, I, I think that's awesome. And what I find so funny is that, you know, all these consoles had such a successful holiday season yet we're talking about new ones you know and they might who knows they might not be too far away but you know these consoles are still so healthy and i don't really think too many people are asking for new ones but it'll still be exciting when it happens all right uh dreams a game that i've been looking forward to for so goddamn long yeah um there's a closed beta currently happening but only uh, in, it's invite only to those who were following Media Molecules community newsletter, which I wasn't, and I'm frustrated that that's how it happened. But it's happening from ninth, the 19th to the 21st, but an open beta is going to happen. Uh, signups for the open beta are going to start on January 4th, so real soon. Go get on that if you're interested in dreams and making stuff in dreams like I am. I can't wait. Yeah, I think this is a very exciting step for this game because it's finally a thing. Yeah, it's finally in the hands of of other people outside of media. Yeah, and, you know, this beta was supposed to happen two years ago, (laughs) but it's finally now happening. But I think that's a good sign towards the game releasing in 2019 as well. Yeah. I wonder, like, if that comes out as a $60 game or if it comes free and you buy certain packs of things Man, i don't I, know i feel like selling the game at 60 dollars will be tough yeah but i feel like sony will want to recoup as much money as they possibly can but maybe you can do a cheaper model that gets more people in yeah i don't know that'll be interesting all right oh yeah i can talk about fallout 76 yeah my most disappointing game of the year yeah um but also a game that I am hopeful about. There are some things about the community, and some people do shitty things and get banned. And now it appears that some people who are getting banned for disgusting things, not necessarily disgusting things actually here, I was thinking about earlier stories, but apparently people are getting banned for using mods 
in Fallout 76, an online video game. Um, very strange. But these people who are getting banned are uh, being asked to write a, an essay. Well, this is according to people who have been banned. <laughs> and they're being asked to write an essay about why mods are bad. <laughs> and that's just ridiculous. I like, think everything's so ridiculous. <laughs> now, if this were about, like, writing an essay about why, hey, say, racism or anti-Semitism or all, like, uh, Islamophobia, why, why like, serious social issues, why being on the wrong side of that is bad, then... Yes, I'd understand that, but for why mods are bad, like that's not that's not black or white. That's there's a very gray area with when it comes to mods, like what's good and what's bad about mods. It's it's strange. Yeah, and then asking people to write essays about it is just bizarre. That yeah, that seems like something you you do if you like knew who the offender was and under. Like, yes, yes. I don't know. And then also, doesn't Bethesda understand that mods are something that really has kept their games alive over the years? Especially Skyrim being the biggest one. I mean, there's no... I know they want to try to push their, uh, what is it, Creation Club? Yeah. That they've launched last year or two years ago, maybe. I know they want to push that as being this paid mods. That's not paid mods, but whatever. Yeah, that's just... Yeah. Write it down (laughs) for just some of the crazy shit that's happened surrounding this game. You want to see more crazy shit? They're giving away games to Fallout 76 players. The classic Fallout games. Fallout, Fallout Tactics, and Fallout 2 being given to everyone who has bought the game. All right. Of course, uh, those games are on PC, so they are giving them out to Xbox One and PS4 users, but mm-hmm. just know that you'll have to play those on PC. Those games aren't very technically demanding. You can play it on right. pretty much anything. Um, but yeah, that's okay. A very different kind of video game than what yeah. Bethesda has made of Fallout. That's what I was going to say. The people that would get those but have only played Fallout since Bethesda has taken over Fallout are going to be like why did you send me these you know apparently I mean, they're, they're good games though yeah they're they're good they're just not what people will expect oh man yeah I guess that's a little bit of a make good a little bit they have a, a long bit. way to go they need to do some things to that game yeah and that's one of the things I'm looking forward to in 2019 yeah Another thing I'm looking forward to 2019 is more players playing Pillars of Eternity 2. Woohoo! Which is going to be made possible because that game is coming to consoles. Yes. Just like uh, the first Pillars of Eternity, it is coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch, which is, an, I think, an interesting place to play that game, but yeah. we'll see. Um, but yeah, I... I have not had time to play Pillars of Eternity 2. <laughs> this is an excuse to go back to Pillars of Eternity 2 so I can talk about it for Game of the Year next year. Yeah, why not? Uh, yeah, and I think one of the things that just kind of sparked this is that, you know, Microsoft bought Obsidian, but they came out and said, no, we're still putting the game out on, on consoles, including PS4 and Switch, and, you know, have all the updates and DLCs and all sorts of cool stuff, so fantastic it will happen 
Hmm. And of course, it is the end of December. Go get your free games now because I think, yeah, next week, the new games will flip over for January. Yeah. We've got some interesting choices here. Yeah, I'd say. On PlayStation 4, you're getting Steep. You know, that snowboarding game that no one played. Yep. And Portal Knights. I don't know what Portal Knights is. It says it's an action RPG here. A co-op thing. You can play with three other people. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, The offerings on PS3 seem rather good. Zone of the Enders HD Collection and Amplitude. And on Vita, you'll get Fallen Legion Flames of Rebellion, which is on Vita, uh, cross by with PS4. Mm -hmm. And also on Vita is Super Mutant Alien Assault. A reminder, in March, they're going to stop giving away uh, Vita games. Yes. So just keep that. And PS3 games are going to focus on PS4. I thought this was curious because I looked over on the other side, and Xbox, they're giving away Celeste. They are. In January. They are. So, kind of the quality is kind of flipping over. Yeah, at least this free month. game service. Although, there's still a few days left to get Onrush and Soma. Yes. For December, I downloaded uh, Onrush. Yes. Because I'm just curious, it. curious about it. I haven't played it yet, but I'm curious about it. Um, steep, you know, that that's free such is a game. good price. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that game didn't really light the world on fire. I think it has cool ideas. You know, seeing what they did with the game, but oh, we'll see. I don't know if I'll play it. I might. I, I don't. I don't hate the idea of a snowboarding game. Well, it's not necessarily just a snowboarding game. There apparently is skiing and wingsuit gliding and paragliding and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I'll see if I have time for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of games to play, and games don't stop coming out. Which leads us into looking ahead to 2019, because games aren't going to take a break for a year. We have some shit that is coming out, and coming out even in January. This is a list that we are pulling from Game Informer. They do this uh, video game release schedule thing, Uh, and this is what they have up now. We're going to look for some PlayStation 4 stuff. Tales of Asperia is the first notable PlayStation 4 game coming out January 11th. Originally an Xbox 360 exclusive back in the day, now making its way to modern consoles and PlayStation 4 for the first time. Mm. So that's cool. Anamusha's coming back. Anamusha Warlords. Uh, January 15th. I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling about that. But this next game. Yeah, yeah. This next game. Ace Combat 7 is what's going to kick off 2019 for me. Ace Combat 7 Skies Unknown. It's going to come out with a VR mode as well. Yeah. Is that uh, one of your most anticipated of the whole year? I assume. Oh, man. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it is probably because I, I love ace combat games mm-hmm. they they're all just fantastic it's been a long time i feel since we've gotten a new ace combat yeah, i think ace combat 6 came out like near the sh- launch of the playstation 4 wow damn like within that first year yeah then we end january with two very uh big 
titles from Japanese studios, Resident Evil 2, and then Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah. You don't have much time until Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to take over your life. I don't. You have I about need, a month. I need, to, I need to get on finishing Red Dead before that game comes out, but I'm looking forward to both of those games. I mean, Resident Evil 2 looks cool. I, I would love if it was in the style of Resident Evil 7. Uh, but I know they're going more the Resident Evil 4 direction, but I never played Resident Evil 2, so that could be fun to play. But Kingdom Hearts 3 is... There's a title we'll probably talk about later that doesn't have a release date, and who knows if it's going to come out in 2018. Besides that game, Kingdom Hearts 3 is my most anticipated game of the year. I'm just super curious about it. I want to see how it ends and want to play Kingdom Hearts again because it's fun. Hmm. They seem to be making some uh, good changes to it as well. There's a couple of games that uh, I don't particularly... Well, the, the Occupation is coming out on PlayStation 4 in February 5th. Yeah. And then The Walking Dead, is that the yes. Telltale? Well, not Telltale no. now, but... No, yeah, you're is, right. Uh, the Walking Dead Telltale game drops January 15th i think the third episode i believe this is overkills the walking dead oh is this, i thought that thing was already out on pc oh and it i heard it didn't do very no, well at all no so they're hoping to get this to console to get some more sales but that's february 6th for that god eater 3 is coming on february 8th yeah never played a god eater game <laughs> and then monster energy supercross on the same day yeah uh, a game that looks fun to play I don't know if I'll play it right away but Trials Rising coming to PS4 February 12th those games are always goofy and frustrating to play uh, you know you, you ride bikes you do dumb tricks you try to get from one end to the other and physics are all fucked up and it's fun to play and if your girlfriend dumped you on Valentine's Day the day after you can go out and get Dead or Alive 6 why not fill that void or if you're into anime be, and your girlfriend left you because you're into anime, you can get Jump Force that day as well. But what about Far Cry New Dawn? No, we don't need to talk about Far Cry okay. New Dawn. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just really not looking forward to that game mm. at all. We'll see. Anthem finally drops February 22nd. If it drops February 22nd, we'll see. I, I think it will. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's still time, but I, I believe we'll in that see. date. We haven't seen enough of that game to yeah. know if it's coming out. Yeah. Metro Exodus actually got bumped up to February 15th. Yes. That game looks rad. Look forward to that one. Then Dirt Rally and 2.0, another one of those dirt games. Yeah. This is the more hardcore end of dirt in a way um and it's mostly just rally racing focused but it's it's pretty pretty uh realistic in that way and then this game called left alive that is the game that looks a lot at least art style wise a lot like metal gear solid okay if you look it up oh is this made by square enix i don't know they might be publishing it I don't recall. It's made by someone notorious, and I'm blanking on the name. I should know. Yeah, it is being published by Square Enix. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Producer Shinji Hashimoto. That's it. That's it. We'll see. Yeah. All righty. Moving on to March. 
and these lists are getting shorter and shorter as we go on throughout the year, as they probably should, because we shouldn't know that far ahead. <laughs> Except for Devil May Cry 5 coming to PlayStation 4 March 8th. Yep. Division 2 on March 15th. We'll see. If people are ready for more. Where Where's your feeling on the Division 2? Dude, it doesn't look too different from the first Division, no. and I'm not excited to go back into what that was. Yeah. Uh, the Sinking City on the 21st. Mm-hmm. And the highlight of March as it stands now, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I would agree with that on one. the 22nd. That game looks fucking rad. Yeah. I really want to play that game a lot. It's got this tenchu vibe but then it you know seems to have incorporated some aspects of what from software has done with bloodborne and dark souls um but in a much more different way it seems more more fast-paced world seems fun to explore looks beautiful mobile than those other games yeah because you got like a grappling hook and everything it it looks rad i'm really looking forward to that one then the only game we know in april Days gone. Sure, they're gonna put Why that not? thing out there. Why not? But May, May is when dreams come true. Team Sonic Racing. Yes. On the twenty first. Yep. Not here, but Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel comes out June twenty first. Oh shit! Those two games come out a month apart. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> and then we don't know anything until August, in which. Shenmue 3 will come out Yay. on the 27th. Right on. And then we have a ton of games without confirmed dates, which we will probably learn throughout the year. The Ace Attorney Trilogy? Yeah, so these games were uh, DS games and 3DS games for a long time where you, you know, you're a court guy, uh, and they are finally making their way to consoles. Nice. A game I kickstarted, so full disclosure, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night is scheduled to come out in 2019. Yep. I feel like I've been waiting for this game forever. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a Castlevania spiritual successor made by uh, Igarashi. Yes. So that looks neat. Uh, Catherine is getting a remaster called Catherine Full Body on PS4. Uh, Code Vein comes out on PS4 eventually, which... I think looks, that's an anime thing? Yeah, and it's and it plays a lot like Dark Souls. Okay. And uh, Control. Is that the uh, oh Remedy game? Yes. That looks rad. Yeah. That looked very cool at E3 last year. That is supposed to come out on PS4 at some point. Okay, what the hell is this? Digimon Survive? Are they making a Digimon Survive? You know I what? guess. I don't know. You know, we've probably got one of the bigger Digimon fans out there in the podcast universe here. I don't know about this. Yeah, I don't know. What if it's like a Digimon Battle Royale? Oh, fuck. Like, you all drop in as, like, the, just the, the hatched po- the hatched Digimon, and you go out and find, like, things to Digivolve into the next form. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That... Okay. Yeah. Okay. You just gave me an idea for a Digimon video game. Yeah. I'm going to go pitch it to Bandai Namco. Do it. Uh, there's a lot of Final Fantasy things coming out on Xbox One and Switch, but there is something 
for PlayStation 4 players. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered. Right on. That was a GameCube game yeah. back in the day. Then there's this game called Indivisible. Which I am looking up because I am I thought I've heard of it. While you do that, uh, they have Judge Eyes listen, listed here, but I think that's got its official Western name as Judgment. Yeah. That's from the Yakuza studio, and I'm very excited to play anything they make because they seem to know how to make a video game that is fun and funny. You're still looking that up? Yeah. Indivisible is an upcoming action role-playing game developed by Lab Zero Games and published by 505 Games in 2019. Next up is uh, Man of Madon, which is some sort of horror game. Yeah, never heard of that. It one. looks yeah, it it's it's a horror anthology game. Oh, that's from um, from Supermassive. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. And then we have Psychonauts 2. All right, that could be cool. One of my most anticipated games is here, Rage 2. Which got a release date, I believe, May 24th. Yeah. This list isn't completely updated, but Mm -hmm. hey, what you gonna do? Rage 2 looks awesome. Skull and Bones, if uh, Ubisoft is gonna take their crack at a pirate (laughs) game next year. Even though they've already done it. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess a different spin on it, more, more of the uh, ship combat and sailing, more focused on that. That could be cool. The weird robot exosuits Dark Souls game is getting a sequel in the Surge Two. Sure. Then there's Twin Mirror. I don't know what that is. Ooh, I can that, look it up. No, um, that is from. Oh my goodness. I'm planking on this because it was announced around E3 and they just put a game. It's from Don't Nod. Don't Nod. Yeah. Cause Being Don't published Nod, by Bandai Namco. Yeah, they did yeah. Vampire this Vampire. year. Is this, this might be from that studio. Yes. Which is strange. They're putting out games in consecutive years. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good luck to them. And of course, we're getting Wolfenstein Youngblood. PlayStation 4. Yeah. It's going to be great. I love Wolfenstein. My two other of my most anticipated games might come out next year, but I guess they haven't fully confirmed it. And that is Doom Eternal. Yes. And The Last of Us Part Two. Mm. Not uh, Death Stranding. You don't think Death Stranding is no. coming out next year? Are you think, sure? I don't think Death sure? Stranding is coming out. Are you next sure? Year. No way. No way. I'll be shocked if it does, but I, I don't think so. What do you think PlayStation is going to have next year? You know, they're not. Not doing E3. We only really know that Days Gone and Dreams are coming out. Mm. What do you think they're going to be doing? Do you think we'll see new hardware? Will any of those big three games come out in 2019? What do you think? I think they, like one of them has to. Absolutely one of them has to. Which one? Um, I'm not sure. I, th- I think... The Last of Us is probably best set up to release, but also Days Gone is going to get just destroyed. Yeah. I, I, I'm i wondering if they're just going to be like, yeah, we're eating this. This, this We already know this is going to be a loss. I just don't want to... I don't think that game's going to make anything. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't either. Um, I think the best Days Gone can do is it comes out and it's like, it's pretty good. 
but even with it being pretty good, like I don't think it's going to be setting the world on fire. Yeah. I'm curious when Ghost of Tsushima comes out. Yeah, I, I don't think that's a 2019 game, but... You know, I guess it just depends on how long the game's actually been in full development, which I'm not sure of. But uh, Sucker Punch hasn't put out a game since Infamous uh, First Light, which was just a small DLC like expansion thing to Second Son. I want to say Second Son was definitely 2014, not long after the PS4 launched. It was in the launch window. Um, cause I remember I bought my PS4 and that was the first, like I bought my PS4, got Battlefield 4 and Assassin's Creed 4 and Second Son was the first like brand new PlayStation 4 game I bought with that. So it wasn't long after the PS4 launched. So it has been a really long time for Sucker Punch, but I don't know how long, you know, that they were kind of, you know, in pre-production when it goes to Tsushima and all this stuff. But, and then last light... I think I want to say it dropped that same year, but I don't remember. It wasn't long after, so or first light. It's been it's been a long time since Sucker Punch put out a new game. Okay, just a a few questions that are coming off the top of my head here. What do you think Activision does with Blackout if they release a Call of Duty? They will release a Call of Duty next year. That's right. just how they operate. What do you think they do with Blackout? Man. That is such a good question, just because I feel we know what they should do, and that is, I think, you know, keep the same thing. But I I just don't think, I, I, I think if they go through with Infinity Ward's title, assumedly, and do a totally new Battle Royale experience and then not do anything with Black Owl from Black Ops 4, I think that's a huge mistake. Like, I think he got to somehow incorporate it. I almost think they should just spin it off into its own thing. Like, what are they afraid of at this point? Black Owl has been such a successful thing for them. Spin it off. You know, even if you want to have a more, I don't know, PUBG model, I guess, up front of you pay 20 or $30 and you get into it. Uh, I think that would that would be smart, but yeah, I don't know. What, what do you think? Yeah, I think uh, what what has to happen with that is that Blackout is accessible from any Call of Duty game. Okay. I, I Yeah. I mean, I can see that happening. So if you bought Infinity Wars game, you get into Blackout, yeah. but it's still the same Blackout as... Same Hopper. Black Ops 4. Yeah, I could see that. I hope that they do do something like that because you can't keep dividing up the player bases. You know, it, do, it doesn't work like multiplayer. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's totally, totally different animal. Yeah. Uh, do you think Battlefield 5 turns around in public opinion when their new stuff launches in March? Yes. I think so. Do you think it? Do you think it has a chance to even become a competitor to Blackout, or do you think Blackout's getting too big? I think it's getting too big, and I think it'll be too late at that point. But I think the reception to Battlefield Five will probably be much better because also they'll have a lot more content out at that point. They've updated the game a lot more, and plus, I just think Battlefield's a lot of fun to play, and I think its feel with its own battle royale could be exciting. 
Yeah. What do you think? Do you think so? I I have doubts. I think that game as much as I think it's a perfectly fine battlefield game, I feel that people have turned on it too much. And that like it's it's gonna take a lot of work to like not necessarily work, just getting out in front of people. Probably yeah. see a huge presence. I, I wouldn't uh, put it past EA to hold like a special battlefield event in the spring when this stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Do you think Anthem will be a success? Yeah, and uh, that that was one thing I wanted to ask you about. How soon after Anthem drops do you think we'll get the first major expansion for Anthem? Because you know this is going to be one of those types yeah. of games. Yeah, I don't know. Because Destiny did it pretty quick. Yeah. Had they announced with Anthem if they're doing paid DLC? or I don't did think they say they've said anything on it. Yeah. I don't remember. But I, I don't think it'll be too too much longer because I think you, you think we get it by the end of the year oh yeah definitely because you kind of have to unless you're going to give free updates consistently you have to you know feed that player base somehow and I think relatively quickly unless the game is just this massive game that's going to take a long time to tear through and the last of my questions do you think crossplay? will happen in 2019 yeah i think it's something that's not going to go away personally i don't think it should and i I mean as a broad policy thing that they start allowing it i i think they'll i think sony will start allowing in a lot more games i think they need to Mm. all right yeah i I mean if you got if you have to pick one game to play next year what is it you are a fucking madman for asking me this. I'll keep playing Battletech. <laughs> it has to be a brand new 2019 oh, game. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll play the Battletech expansion. Okay. All right. All right. Smart guy over here. Uh, no, seriously. I love that game a lot. Uh, but also, if it comes out, Ghost of Tsushima, okay. that would be the one. But if it doesn't, Anthem. I feel like Anthem will have the longest legs of all the games that are coming out next Maybe. year. Maybe. I'm surprised you didn't say Doom Eternal. I have doubts they'll put out Doom Eternal in the same year as Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yeah, but Wolfenstein Youngblood is probably Actually, a smaller game. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, if they do, matter. they'll. I don't. I don't think it'll be in the same same time period as Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. I think it's it has to, like. It'll be the first time they do it, but the, the Doom Eternal will have to be a fall release. Yeah, and maybe Bethesda doesn't want to put Rage 2, Wolfenstein, the Youngblood, and Doom Eternal out all in the same year. Maybe Doom Eternal's held until spring of 2020. Who knows? Um, if I had to pick one game, if it comes out, The Last of Us Part Two, I'm just so curious about that. And uh, if not, I'll go with Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's a lot of game game in that one. You know, another one that I'm not... I'm going to look this up to make sure I don't sound like a dumbass, but Outer Worlds. That Yeah, that's supposed to come out next year, I think. Yeah, the, that's, the oh, Obsidian yes. action RPG. That's going to be that sweet. looks a lot like Fallout and a little bit like Borderlands. This, mm, mm, yeah. All right, here's another question. 
do we see or hear anything official about Borderlands 3 next year? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Although that might just be what I want. Yeah. Honestly, what I'm saying is what I want. I really want it to happen as well. At the same time, it's been a little while since Battleborn. And that flopped. Yeah. I think it's been three years at this point. Man. Yeah. And also, Rocksteady. What are they doing? Are they making a PS4 game? No. Or are they making a you know no, PS5 no, game? They're they're making a PlayStation 5 game probably. Mm. Going to be an exciting year. Because I just do you feel... think Insomniac's big enough to be working on something else? Yeah. Do you think it could be a Ratchet and Clank? Maybe. Do you think it could launch next year? Oh, that would be sweet. I doubt <laughs> it. But they they do have two studios now. I don't know if well one of them I think works primarily on VR stuff for Facebook. Maybe. I mean, those were also smaller games. I mean, you're not wrong on that, for sure. You know, I don't know if one of them was also helping with the DLC. I'm sure it was pretty much all hands on deck for Spider-Man. But fuck, I would love a new Ratchet & Clank. Yeah. Yeah. 2019's looking exciting. There's a lot of possibility. Yeah. There's a lot of possibility, for sure, in, like, the second half. I just think more so than the past few years... I think because we're potentially getting towards the end of the console generation. It's just, it's a little weird. Yeah. Like, do games get announced? And if they get announced, are they on the hardware we're playing now or not? It's a little weird. Mm. But I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. And now it's time to start that countdown to E3. (laughs) Yeah. God damn. (laughs) You count down to the end of the year. Because all the games will be out, and you want to see what wins Game of the Year, and then you count down to E3. Start yep. all over again. It's, it's that cycle. <laughs> oh, man. But I think that's all we've got for everybody this week. I'm not sure what we're going to do next week. We'll see. We'll, pro- we'll play some video games. We'll have video games to talk about, but I'm not sure how much news there will be. Who no, knows? No. Something crazy out. could happen. I don't know. Fortnite could, I don't know, just turn go into away. a... Uh, Oh. tactics game yeah. instead of a battle royale. I don't know. Oh, man. But it will be fun. Yeah. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can send them to us via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at psreportpodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Slog. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids, they're getting some end-of-year content up. Some vidges. Yes. Um, also, for the podcast, if you could, please go to your podcast app. Give us five stars. Give us a review. Share us with your friends. We Tw- can all have a merry time together. Yeah. Tweet at when us I come back next week as the fantasy football champion. Okay. We'll see. And then we have a long off season until we draft again if, with money. Yeah. Then the shit talking goes up yet another level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's fun. Until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Happy New Year.